Shalom to all. Today's office of Amasaf Pay Test. We are starting the seventh line at the two dots. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Morris, Miriam, Sarah, Basab, Yaakov, Misha, Her Nishama, Shadav, and Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yachmiel, Mardachai, Ben Chaim, His Nishama, Shadav, and Aliyah. And the Meshach said, Ain Lok Subo. Let's remember, we're talking about a woman whose husband went overseas. Then she got word that he died. She went and married someone else. He comes back and he says, Hey, I'm alive. We said she has to leave both these husbands and she doesn't get a Ksuba. The Gemara explains, My time, oh, why does she not get her Ksuba? That's because the Kinula Rabban Ksuba, Kadeshla, Te Kalbe, and Avletia. The reason why the Rabban were attacking that she gets a Ksuba in the first place is so that it shouldn't be easy to divorce her. If the husband wouldn't have to give her a Ksuba, then when she burns the food one day, he could just send her out. No problem. Now that he has to give her a Ksuba, it's going to be very difficult to divorce her. However, Hate Kalbe, and Avletia, this one, we want her to be easy to divorce. Because she's not allowed to be married to either husband, therefore she does not get her ksuba. The Mishnah continued, Ain la Paris, Lemizanis, She doesn't get Paris, Mizanis, or Belais, which are all things that regular women would get. The Gemara explains why not. That's because a stipulation that's written in the ksuba is considered like part of the ksuba. Even though the main part of the ksuba is that if he dies or divorces her, he would have to pay her a significant amount of money, there are other things as well written in the ksuba, for example, that he would have to support her, pay her, other things like that. That's considered Tanai ksuba, stipulation in the ksuba. Since she doesn't get the regular ksuba, she doesn't get Tanai ksuba either. And the Mishnah explained, not if she had taken these things from both husbands, she would have to return that. The Gemara asked Pshita, is that obvious? Why would she not have to return it? If she wasn't allowed to take it and she took it, so of course she'd have to return it. The Gemara explains, no, you might have thought, once she took it, we're not going to take it back from her. The Kiddush is, she took it illegally, she wasn't allowed to have these things, she has to give it back to the husbands. And the Mishnah said, Vlad Mamzer, the child's going to be a Mamzer. If she has a child from the second husband, that child is a Mamzer de Ayraisa. And if she has a child from the first husband, she continued living with him after he came back, that child is a Mamzer de Rabbanon. Now we're not going to see the relevance this has to the Gemara until Amr. Bays. First, we're going to bring a Mishnah, have a Machlech about that Mishnah, explore that Machlech and only then bring our Mishnah in. So tonight, also, we have a Mishnah. No taking Truma from something which is Tame onto something which is Tahar. However, if he did take of Truma and Truma said Truma, it's valid Truma. Let's say, for example, this fellow has 100 bottles of Tahar oil and a few bottles of Tame oil. He takes some of the Tame oil and designates it to be Truma for the Tahar oil. Now, he's really not allowed to do that because he's causing a loss for the kind, because Tame Truma can only be burned and not eaten, so it's less valuable. If he did so Bishagig, it's valid Truma. But Amazing. If he did so, amazing. Loyos of loyklum, it's not valid at all. The Gemara asks, "My loyos of loyklum, what does that mean? It's not valid at all." So Amr of Chizr of Chizr says, "This is our first opinion. Loyos of loyklum, kol iker. What he did was absolutely not valid. A kihuzed dafilwa he griva hadulativle. Even that little bit that he separated as truma goes back to be considered tevel. Nothing is considered truma. Not the tummy oil, not the tahar oil, and he has to redo truma from the beginning. Now, if not some Rabbi Shai Omar, he's our second opinion. Loyos of loyklum attacking Hashirayim. What he did didn't accomplish anything in terms of fixing up that which was left over. Meaning, in terms of fixing Fixing up the tahar oil, he didn't do anything. Aval truma haver, but that which he separated is considered truma. Meaning, in our example, this tame oil is considered truma. So first, we analyze Rav Chizda's opinion. Rav Chizda loyamer kavnasim Rav Shai. The reason why Rav Chizda does not say kavnasim Rav Shai is because the amr tava truma. If you're going to say this tame stuff is considered truma, then the pasha perhaps the fellow is going to be negligent v'loy mafresh, and he's not going to separate truma again. If you tell him that this is truma, which means you have to give it to the kain, and then you have to take off truma again, he might say, "Look, I already gave truma to the kain. I'm not taking off truma again." So therefore, we tell him, "You know what you did." wasn't valid at all, you just have to start again from the beginning and take off Truma properly. So that's the reason behind Rav Chizda that his Truma wasn't valid at all. But now the Gemara asks, why is it different than the following Mishnah? If a person taking Truma off of gourd and it turns out that it's very bitter, this gourd that he gave to the kind was very bitter, or he's taking Truma off of watermelons and it turns out that it was spoiled, Truma, it's valid Truma, but he has to take Truma off again. So we see over here that the Truma is valid, he just has to take Truma off again. Why is that different than our case? So the Gemara says, you're asking from Shagig onto Mezid, Shagig Loyavadisura. When he did this with Shagig, he didn't do an Isser. This is a case of Shagig. How is he supposed to know that this watermelon was spoiled? So that's a case of Shagig. It's valid Truma. He would have to take off Truma again, though. Mezid, Kavadisura. But when we're dealing with Mezid, he did an Isser. And when he did this with Mezid, he's doing an Isser. So now we say the entire thing is not valid. The Gemara continues asking, Rami Shagig 
Shagig. I'll ask a question from a Shagig onto Shagig case. Hachiktani over here in our mission when we said he took off from Tami Alatar. Bishagig Truma say Truma. If he did a Bishagig, it's a valid Truma. But Hasam Ketani over there in that mission with the spoiled watermelon, it says Truma Vyaksav Yitraim. Then it's valid Truma, but he has to take off Truma again. So why in the mission of Tami Alatar do we say it's valid Truma and he doesn't have to take Truma off again? But in the case of the spoiled watermelon, it's Truma, but he has to take Truma off again. The Gemara says Hasam Shagig Karvel Mazid. Over there in the case of the spoiled watermelon, it's Shagig, but it's very close to being a Mazid. He should have tasted it beforehand. You know, in Eretz Yisrael, when you go to the Arkan, the fruit and vegetable store, and it's a watermelon season, many times they'll slice off a piece of the watermelon so you could taste it, so you could see that it's sweet and crunchy, so you'll buy a watermelon. Same thing with Truma. Before he takes Truma off of an entire batch of watermelons, he should take Truma off of one watermelon, taste that watermelon, see if it's good, and only then he should take Truma off of it for the rest of the batch. And from the fact that he didn't do that, we say it's carvlamazid, and that's why he would have to take Truma off again. The market is asking from Amazed Amazed, why don't we ask Astira Amazed Amazed? Hachaktani over here, when we're talking about Tamiyan Tahar, it says, if he took it off Bemezid, it's not valid at all. Hasam Tanan, over there, we have a mission that says, If someone takes Truma from something that was grown in an Atzutz Nakov onto something that was grown in an Atzutz Nakov, Truma, it's valid Truma, but he has to take Truma off again. Now, an Atzutz Nakov is a perforated flower pot, which means it has a hole in the bottom. An Atzutz Nakov is a non perforated flower pot. Now, something grown in an Atzutz Nakov is considered to have been grown directly in the ground and therefore is Chayv in Truma and Maisar Midai Raisa. Whereas if it was grown in an Atzutz Nakov, it's only Chayv in Truma and Maisar so we're saying if he took off Truma from something that was grown in Atzus Sheinunakov onto something which is grown in Atzus Nakov, it's valid Truma, but he has to take off Truma again. Why is that different than in our Mishnah? So the answer is the reason why that's different is because of a Tremani Tzayas. Since this produce grew in two different Kalim, it's two separate batches. One grew in Atzus Nakov, one grew in Atzus Sheinunakov. So he's going to listen to you. That's a lashon of Tzayas. He's going to listen to you when you tell him that he has to take off Truma again from that other batch because it's two separate batches. But Bechad Manolay Tzayas, when we're talking about one batch, he's not going to listen to you. All this oil that we were talking about, and it doesn't have to be oil. It could be something else. It's all one batch. Some of it was tummy, some of it was tar. So if you tell him you have to take Truma off again for the tar stuff, he's not going to listen to you. So this is all Rechiz's opinion. Now we're going to understand Reb Nassim Rebbe Shayo. Reb Nassim Rebbe Shayo, the armor that he says, Loyas of Loy Klum, Latakin Shrayim, Afal Truma Havai, according to Reb Nassim Rebbe Shayo, the way he explained our mission, that when he was tired, Bemezid, Meatame, Al Hatar, Loyas of Loy Klum, which means it's valid Truma, but he has to take Truma off again. Petasan Bezan Tap, Mashdami Hadanan, why is it different than the following Mishnah? Mena Nakov Al Shayin Nakov, if he takes Truma from something in Gruna Otis Nakov, to something that grew in Atzus She'ena Nakov, Truma that's valid Truma, Veloy Teichel, but it's not allowed to be eaten, Atzayetzela Truma Maiser Makam Acher, until he takes Truma and Maiser off of it from a different place. Why don't we say that in our Mishnah as well, that even though it's considered valid Truma, the kind's not allowed to partake of it until Truma or Maiser is taken off of it from a different place. Sigmar says, No, Shani Hacha, our case of Tami Altar is different than Midai Raisa Truma Ayahi. Midai Raisa is valid Truma. Because Rabbi just like Rabbi says, Dom Rabbi he tells us, How do we know if a person takes Truma from something inferior onto something much more superior? That is considered valid truma. Because the Pasuk says, You will not bear sin when you separate its best part from it. Now we can infer from that Pasuk that if you don't separate the choicest, then you are guilty of sin. Now, Kadesh, if by separating something inferior onto something which is much more superior, that thing is not considered Kadesh, why would a person be considered having an Avera if separating Minharal Yafa is not valid? Mikan, we learn from here, that when a person separates from something which is bad onto something which is good, it is valid truma. He might get an Avera, but it's considered valid truma. Same thing over here, when he separates from Tommy onto Tahar, that's considered Minal Ra'al Yafa, and although Lechatchil he shouldn't have, but the Yevet, it works. And that's why he doesn't have to take Truma off again on the produce that he had already given to the Kayin. So now that we've just explored the Machlag Zibtin of Chizr, and Rabbi Shaya, now we're going to bring our Mishnah into this. Amalai Rabbler of Chizr, Rabbi Asher of Chizr, according to you, the Amrit, that you had said, that when a person separates it's not valid, even that little bit of Tommy that he had separated goes back to be considered Tevel, my time and why is that you explained 
because we have Xero, perhaps he's going to be Pashaya, perhaps he's going to be negligent, and he's not going to separate Truma again. So therefore, we tell him that whatever Truma you separated is not valid whatsoever, and you have to separate Truma another time. Now, here's the question on Yerav Chesda. Is there something that Midaraisa is valid Truma? And because maybe he's going to be negligent and not separate Truma again, all of a sudden, the Rabbanon are able to say that it's considered Chulin, it's not considered Truma. Midaraisa, it's Truma. How could they say it's not Truma? Is Bezin able to make a Tanai? Are they able to make a stipulation? Are they able to make a stipulation? Are they able to say something that's going to uproot its Da'iraisa status? Da'iraisa has a status of Truma. How could they be Iker that and say, oh, it's not considered Truma? So Amr Leir of Chizu told Rabbi, you don't hold of such a thing? But Tanan, our Mishnah says, the child is going to be a Mamzer from both husbands. We understand a child from the second one is going to be a Mamzer. That's because she's considered halakhically to be married to the first one. If she has a child from the second husband, it's really just considered like she was Mazana as a married woman. So of course that child's a Mamzer. But we're talking about having a child from the first husband after he came back. Amai, why would the child be a mamzer? Ishtahi, she's considered his wife 100%. The Yisrael Malyuhu, and that child is considered 100% Yisrael. Because Sharina lay mamzeres, and now you're telling him that he's mutter to marry mamzeres? Midai Raisa, he's not allowed to marry mamzeres. Midai Rabbanon, we're saying that he's a mamzer, which means he's allowed to marry mamzeres. It must be that Bezin is allowed to be masna, lakar davar menatayra. So I'm like, Rabbah told him that's not so. Hachi Amber Shmuel, this is what Shmuel says. Asur mamzeres, he's not allowed to marry mamzeres. And Rechen ki Asur Ravan, when Ravan came from Eretz Yisrael, Amr Biechon, he said, Bishem Rabbiechon, Asur mamzeres, this fellow's not allowed to marry mamzeres. And from my car, lay mamzer, so why are you calling him a mamzer in the Mishnah? La Ezer Bas Yisrael, it just means he's not allowed to marry Bas Yisrael, but he's not allowed to marry a mamzer, so we don't see from our Mishnah that Bezin is masna laka davrman atayra. So Rechizda continues trying to prove his point. Shalcher Rechizda le Rabbah biyad Rav Acha bar Rav Huna. Rechizda sent the following message to Rabbah through Rav Acha bar Rav Huna. Vein Bezin masna laka davrman atayra. Bezin is not make it tonight to uproot something from the Torah. Vatani, we have a brayse that says Meimasai Adam Yarshis Ishtai Ktano. From when is a person able to Yarshin his wife who's a Ktano? Now we already know that a father's allowed to marry off his Ktano daughter mid Iraisa. However, if there's no father, her mother and brother are allowed to marry her off, but that's only mid Rabbanon. And as long as she's still a Ktana, she could do me and she can simply walk away from the marriage. Now, let's say she dies as a Ktana. Well, maybe her husband isn't Yerush her, because who's to say that she wouldn't have done me on? The question we just asked is from what stage in their marriage do we say that the husband's allowed to Yarsh her? So Bishama says, Mishitam Bekaimasa, once she reaches her state of maturity, meaning once she reaches her certain age of years, 12, 12 and a half, and she brings two Cyrus, Ubis Hill, and Ubis Hill says, Mishitikans Lachopa, once she just undergoes Chopa with her husband, Rebbe says, Mishitabal, once he's Bail her, and according to all three of these opinions, once she reaches that stage, the Yarsha, he Yarshans her, Umitmullah, he can metamit her if he's a Kayin, Vachalas, Beginai, Truma, and she can eat Truma because of him. So, first we explain the Shitas. Beshami Aaron Beshami has said Mishitam Bekaimasa that he's able to Yarshan her the moment she reaches her state of maturity. Does that mean Alpha Gadol and Nechsal Chapa, even though there was no Knisal Chapa, they did not do Chapa yet, he's still able to Yarshan her? How could that be? We always need Knisal Chapa. So, Gemara says, no, Ema Mishatamid Bekaimasa, Viti Kansal Chapa. What Beshami is really saying is that she has to reach the state of maturity and there has to be Knisal Chapa. And this is what Bisham is telling Bishil. That which you Bishil said, that once there is Chopa, then he's able to Yarshan her. I'm telling you, Bishil, only if she's also reached a state of maturity, then the Chopa helps. But if she hasn't reached her state of maturity yet, so then the Chopa didn't do anything. Now, Rabbi Lezer says that once he's Bail her, so then he's allowed to Yarshan her. As the Gemara of Amr Rabbi Lezer says, Ain Masaktan Klum, that a Masaktan is nothing, meaning even though she has Bia, that's not considered valid, that doesn't do anything. So Gemara says, you're right, Amo, let's understand Rebbe Lezer saying, once she grows up and then she has Bia, so then he's able to Yarshan her. And now here comes Rebbe with his proof. Ketani Mias, at any rate, we learned Yarsha that he's going to Yarshan her. But Vahacha over here, our father really Yarshans her. Remember, she doesn't have a father. That's the reason why her mother and brother married her off. What we mean to say is that her father's relatives really should Yarshan her. That's because she's still Ketano. But we're saying that Midrabon and her husband Yarshans her. We see from here that Bezin is Masna Lakar Davar Minatayra. So Gemara responds, this has nothing to do with Bezin being Masna Lakar Davar Minatayra. There's really
really works by Hefker, Bez, and Hefker. The Bezin has the ability to declare something ownerless. Specifically, when we're dealing with money, they have the ability to say, this money doesn't belong to you, it belongs to someone else. How do we know that? Dom Rav Yitzchak. Rav Yitzchak says, Minash Hefker, Bez, and Hefker. How do we know the Bezin has the ability to declare something ownerless? Shnever, because the Pasuk says, Anyone that doesn't come in three days, as suggested by the ministers and the elders, Yachram Karachushai, he forfeits his entire property, and he's going to be separated from the Kahal of those that were in exile. This is referring to the first people that had gone up from Gaul's Bavel to Eretz Yisrael. A lot of them married non-Jewish wives, and when Ezra Seifer heard of it, he called everyone together for a meeting, and he said that if you don't come, so then we're going to make all of your property ownerless. So we see that Bezin has the ability to declare someone's property Hefker. And Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Lazar has a different source for this. The Pasuk tells us, These are the portions that were given out by Elazar Kain Yeshua Benon, the Rashi Ha'avos Lamates Bnei Yisrael, and they were also given out by the Rashi Ha'avos, the heads of the families, referring to the Nesim of the Matis Bnei Yisrael. And we ask, What do the heads of the families have to do with the Avos? Why are we mentioning our forefathers, the Avos, when we're talking about Rashi, when we're talking about the heads of families, the Nesim? must mean to tell you, Just like a father can give over to his son, Yerusha, whatever he pleases, so to the Nesim, we're able to apportion anything they wanted to anyone in Klai Yisrael. We have two different sources that Hefker, Bezin, Hefker, the reason why this husband is going to yarshin his wife is not because Bezin is Masnalakad of Menatayra, it's because Hefker, Bezin, Hefker. So Bechisa continues trying from the second part of the Braiso. We had said, Umitmala, he's able to be Mitamitur. Vahach over here, the Midar Raiso via Mitmala, only her father's allowed to be Mitamitur. Umidrabana, Mitmala Bal. And we're saying Midrabana, and the husband's allowed to be Mitmitur. We see from here that Bezin is Masnalakad of Menatayra. So Gemara says, it's also not a Raya Mishum to Havala Mes Mitzvah. The only reason why the husband is allowed to be Mitamitur, if he's a kind, is because she's considered a Mes Mitzvah. A Mes Mitzvah is when we have some that passed away and there's no one to bury them. Even a kind is allowed to bury Mes Mitzvah. This kind is allowed to bury his wife because she's considered a Mes Mitzvah. The Gemara asks him, You have a Mes Mitzvah? Is she really considered a Mes Mitzvah? Vatan, you have a Braiso. Is a Mes Mitzvah? What's considered a Mes Mitzvah that even a kind is allowed to bury? Kosha ain't like Kyvern, anyone that doesn't have someone to bury them. If a person would call out and others would come to help him, so that's not considered a Mes Mitzvah. And this Katana has relatives from her father's side, so if she calls out, people would bury her. So why is a husband who's a kind allowed to bury her? Sigmar says, no, Hachinami, here also, Kivin de lo yartila, since her father's side is not going to yarshin her, as we've said, her husband yarshins her, Kari of anula. So this is a case where she's going to call out and no one's going to answer her. Her relatives won't help with the Kavur because her husband yarshins her, so they place responsibility of burial on him. And random people won't come either because she does have relatives that could help. So at the end of the day, it falls squarely on the shoulders of the husband. She's considered a mace mitzvah, and that's why her kind husband's allowed to bury her, but not because Bezin is mas na lakar dov menatayra. Tari Yaman al still uses the last part of the Brisa, and he says, what do you mean? The Brisa tells us, Vachel's begina truma. She's allowed to eat truma because of him. It must be that if she's allowed to eat truma, the Bezin is mas na lakar dov menatayra, because midar Raisa, she's not allowed to eat truma. We're saying midar Abanan, she's allowed to eat truma. The Gemara says, no, that's also not a right because betrum midar Abanan. We're talking about truma midar Abanan. She's only allowed to eat truma midar Abanan. The Abanan are allowed to say that she's allowed to eat truma midar Abanan, but truma midar Raisa, she's not allowed to eat. We're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow with more attempted Raya's. The Bezin is mas na lakar dov menatayra. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.